Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved. Uh, I hope you've had an amazing, amazing week. Here we are again, and today I want to talk about one of my, uh, I guess, main topics that I I talk about, um, and that's resistance. Resistance to change um, is often um, is often spoken about. It's often spoken about by by me. It's something that that we as as change leaders and and people leaders we face more often than we should, or more often than we uh, than we'd like to. And I think there's some common reasons that actually, if we we went about things differently that uh, we might not face the resistance that we face. And so there are several common reasons why change fails in business and why people resist those changes. Understanding these reasons can help organisations and businesses and teams and leaders develop strategies to overcome the resistance and increase your chances of successful implementation. Here, um, I'm going to talk about some of the most common reasons and hopefully share some, I guess, corresponding strategies to help you overcome it. First things first, or number one, and I think this is probably the, the biggest thing, is a lack of communication. Often we have a lot of thoughts in our head, but we don't share what we are thinking often enough. We make a lot of assumptions that people should know certain things and that actually if we said something to one person that that's been translated in a meaningful way to everybody else but that doesn't often occur insufficient communications about the reasons for change the benefits of those changes and the expected impact the expected impacts on the individuals can and probably will lead to people resisting people may feel uncertain they'll feel fearful and they will be feel or they will, I guess, push against the change if they do not understand the rationale behind it, if they're not communicated frequently enough in many different mediums. People receive messages in different ways, and just because the words that we use when we say things, they may not actually be translated with the intent that we actually meant. So the first one, lack of communication, and I think to to overcome this, we should... It seems really, really simple just to say implement a robust comms plan um, and that's that's clear and has got consistent messaging about the need for change, its objectives and the benefits. But engaging in two-way communication, actively listening to concerns and addressing them transparently and providing regular updates and opportunities for people to ask questions and provide feedback is key. We are dealing with people don't just communicate one way. Don't just communicate and 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 presume 
things have happened and communicated and people understand and interpret the things like you do. You've you've had more ideas, more thoughts about what it is that you're doing. So don't don't think that people think what you think because they don't. So the more ways you can engage people in two-way conversations, providing forums and, and opportunities for people to share their genuine feelings and thoughts, the easier and better than it is. So that's the first one. Second one, fear of the unknown. Change often brings uncertainty and people may resist it due to fear of the unknown. We know what we're doing today. We know that we're going to get into work at a certain time. We're going to have whatever we're going to have for our lunch. We're going to work on these things that we're going to do. But when we talk about change, people often may resist it because they they don't know what it means to them. They may worry about their job security, loss of control or unfamiliarity with new processes or technologies or, or things that are expected of them. So people fear the unknown. So how can you make the invisible visible? How can you make the unknown known? How can you help people understand what it means to them? And, and I guess to overcome it, you can provide support and reassurance um, you can you can offer more training. You can offer resources. You can communicate. You can involve them in the change, um, and seek their input as often as possible. Involve them in the decision making where possible. Creating a safe environment where people feel comfortable expressing their concerns, and then provide guidance to alleviate people's fears. So people do fear the unknown, and how can you make the unknown? known how can you make the invisible visible and the third one lack of leadership support or a perceived lack of leadership support if leaders do not actively support and champion the change then people may perceive it as unimportant or unnecessary how can you as a leader role model what is required a lack of visible leadership can undermine the change effort and lead to resistance what you say and how you say it and what you do and how you do it is key to supporting successful change. Um, you may speak, like, I guess, you, you might have a, a safe space with a few people that you, you confide in, um, and, and, and you might talk negatively about the change, but if you don't believe in the change, then there's something that, that you need to do different as well. So how can you make sure as a leader that you are fully supportive of it in everything that you say and everything that you do and if you're not that leader and if you're just if you're facilitating the change then you need to ensure leaders at all levels actively support and demonstrate their commitment to the change leaders should communicate the importance of the change lead by example and actively participate in the change process we need to provide leaders with the necessary training and resources for them as well to guide their teams through the change. Often we neglect leaders in change and just make assumptions that actually they're just going to go along because they're a leader. But we might need to support them in other ways as well. So that was the third one. Fourth one, resistance because of a, a loss of control. People often resist because they feel it will disrupt their established routines and take away their sense of control. This is similar to the fear of the unknown, but a lack loss of control people are in control of their days currently they know what is happening they may resist giving up their familiar processes or their current ways of working so 
this again comes down to involving people in the change process, seeking their input, involving them in the decision making, empowering them to cont contribute their ideas and suggestions, providing training and support, um, but communicating the benefits of the change and how it can lead to both personal and professional growth for people. So people, I guess the, 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 the previous one was around um, fear of the unknown and this is fear of loss of control both of them two are linked people only know what they know and what they know is what they currently do so people might fear losing what they currently do or they might fear the the unknown of what they're going to go and do so what you can do to support them is key <clears throat> then the fifth one is past negative experiences all of our thoughts are shaped by our experiences to date and previous unsuccessful change initiatives because probably the the change initiative or the change thing that you're going on now is not the first one that you've done but previous unsuccessful ones can create skepticism and resistance if people have experienced failed or poorly executed changes in the past they may be hesitant to embrace the new initiatives every one of your experiences shapes the way that you think the more powerful um and both positive and negative your experiences of the past will shape more powerfully the um, the thoughts that you have about what you are doing so what we need to do is acknowledge and address past negative experiences learn from them share the learnings from them and 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 communicate how the current initiative is different highlight lessons learned and emphasize the steps taken to ensure its success but recognizing that actually Things have failed in the past, but actually sharing what you're going to do about it is key. And then the sixth one, lack of incentives, lack of reward. And this doesn't have to be monetary. If people don't see any personal benefit for embracing the change, they may resist it. They may perceive the change as additional work without any tangible rewards. So how will everybody benefit from what it is that they are going to be doing, from how this change, how will it help people? How can you align the incentives and the rewards with the desired change outcomes? Recognize and reward people who actively participate in the change process, contribute uh, innovative ideas, or demonstrate successful uh, like adaptation uh, to the change. Provide opportunities for career development and growth. People might just want to thank you because reward comes in different ways it might be a better simpler more efficient process it might be more engaged team but you could the more you can highlight and share that how people are feeling through it and how 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 better it is for everybody the easier that it will be so those are six things that i i just wanted to to share really on overcoming resistance to change or the things that get in the way of changing success and what you can do because overall to overcome resistance it's crucial to involve employees to involve people at all levels provide clear communication address everybody's fears and concerns and create a supportive environment where people feel comfortable and confident to share their ideas and the thoughts we spoke a few weeks ago about the gap between the thoughts and feelings what people say and what they do and the most supportive the environment is one where people feel open and, and, and safe to share what they are thinking. We need to create that supportive environment. We need to recognise that how we manage the change should be an ongoing process that requires 
continuous engagement, continuous feedback, and continuous adaptation to ensure successful implementation. Just because you face resistance to your changes today doesn't mean you should always accept that resistance will be faced. There are things that you can do. There are things that you should do to help you deliver change more successfully. There we go. Have yourself an amazing, amazing week. And like I said, every week, if you want to chat, then please do just reach out. Lee at getknowledge.co.uk or contact me on any one of the socials as a number one, a number of you uh, do. Take care and chat again next week. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.